Hello. <laughs> Hi, Jen. Hi, Hope. Hey. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, A Retrospective Look Across the Autism Spectrum. Today's episode is See You Later 2020. <laughs> so, of course, I have my two favorite autism moms, Jen and Hope. And, you know, I started this podcast because I wanted to look back on my career 25 years. Plus, actually, I think I'm actually hitting 26 or seven in the field of working with children and adults with autism and developmental disabilities. Much of my career spent with Jen's son, Dylan, <laughs> 20 years of that with Jen's son, Dylan, and I hope I've known Aries for a long time, too. So I couldn't think of two better people to kick the year out with. Um, and I was just thinking back, you know, as a behavior therapist, um, my job is to help teach children on the autism spectrum new skills, right? Teach them new skills, teach them how to cope, how to manage things. And when we started this podcast, we really kind of talked about what does that look like for a family? What is the measure of success for parents and their families? And um, Hope, you actually helped me sort out that, you know, parents just want their kids to be happy, healthy, um, as independent as possible, have a social tribe, um, be the best that they can be, be safe. And as the behavior therapist, you know, it's my job to help families teach that. And through teaching, we, we do that by priming children, um, organizing and structure and putting in predictability, reinforcing situations. And who the hell could predict this year, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, think about it. You know, in February, March, we had a pandemic of the likes we've never heard or seen before. Then all of a sudden we had to figure out telehealth, which had never been done. I know, Hope, you're a teacher. And Jen, you, um, you know, work with Special Olympics. And so then we had to figure out how to help people through Zoom, right? Then schools shut down and families were stuck together constantly. We were trying to figure out how to be healthy and safe. And I know as a behavior therapist, I sucked at trying to make things predictable and organized and structured and had to start all over from scratch. And so I think it's really helpful because new therapists, families listening to us, and we have several hundred now, so we're gaining steam. You know, would I'll start with you, Hope. Um, will you share from 2020 the high, the low points, and then maybe a few high points? And jump in, Jen, and I'll jump in too. Ooh. All right, so high, high points and low points. Well, I would say uh, definitely the high points has been um, really just reconnecting as a family, you know, so, um, um, you know, whether we like to or not, we're stuck together, you know, all day, every day. Like you said, I was home um, teaching online for several months. Uh, my husband works from home. My daughter, she lost her job during the pandemic. We have a toddler. And then, of course, Aries program um, programs and his job were completely shut down. So, um, Aries is on the autism spectrum. Yes, that, that would be our, um, 28. Our uh, he's 28 now, and yes, he, he's 
on the autism spectrum. So he was in a lot of social um, programs. He was in a, a day program. He went to work a few days a week. So that just all stopped. Um, so I would say the lows would be definitely um, just trying to figure out how to fill up his days because he's really struggled with um, not having that consistency of going to school every day and going to work a couple times a week. He's very schedule oriented like most of our kids are. Um, and, you know, he's also considered nonverbal, so he's confused, you know, um, why am I at home three months later? Why have I not gone to school? And at the beginning of the pan pandemic, you know, we kept getting these dates. Oh, we're going to go back, you know, in six weeks. Oh, so, and he's very calendar driven, calendar driven. So I was, for the first few months, I was putting calendar dates up. And then I had to constantly like disappoint him and say oh no you can't go back to school you know so there was a lot of just um trying to figure out how to help him understand what's going on how to figure out mask wearing how to know what um what and when was appropriate you know interactions in the community you know for the first several months we never took him anywhere and you know as for you know my son is and you know he's very typical um, as far as like spectrum behaviors go, but he also really enjoys an active social um, experience. I wouldn't say interaction so much as an experience. Like he likes to, you know, go to restaurants and he likes to go on vacations. And, and we, we plan this every single year. So he has a lot of that exposure. And now he's spent a lot of time in his bedroom for the last, you know, seven, eight months. And it's been really hard to get him to come out and interact with the family. So I would say the lows have been just trying to not, you know, seeing some regression, trying not to have too much regression. Um, interaction with his older sister has been um, a struggle for years and we've seen some of that come about more so than usual. So, you know, like I said, the highs would be just the time together and, you know, trying to be a little bit more active together, going on a lot of walks, having that, you know, special time that we forget about with the hustle and bustle of real life, you know, go, go, go. So, you know, we've had a lot of like family time, but we've also had a lot of figuring out next steps and how is this going to play out once life slowly goes back to you know, normal for him because, you know, as a parent, it's like, am I going to be in a big hurry to send him out, you know, to do things when I'm not so sure about how much he's able to, um, you know, uh, be, be safe. Sure. Yeah. Also, I mean, the research is out there. Kids um, and adults really with developmental disabilities are, you know, at greater risk. Oh, absolutely. Greater I risk. mean, just you know, he had a doctor's appointment and I was, I felt like the whole time I was just panicked and anxiety ridden because I was like, you know, he, we went to go climb the stairs and he grabs the rail and I'm like, oh, don't touch anything, you know, and wash your hands a million times and your mask is not covering your nose. And, you know, I can protect him, but when he's not with me, you know, our, our, I think this is a mother's, you know, I know Jen feels the same way, you know, um, you know, are our kids being protected when we're not with them? You know, do people are, are they going to get the quality of care that they're going to get with their family or their, or even their mothers? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, Jen, <laughs> let's hear some of your highs and lows. Um, well, it was definitely shocking when everything started. Um, Dylan was actually on spring break from his transition program. He, had, he goes to a daily program transition to adulthood. So like Aries, um, he is like, he's the same way. Like, I wouldn't say he's like super social, but he likes to be out in situations and um, be part of the action. So he was out, you know, every day, basically, with this program or with us, um, you know, going out to restaurants, you know, shops, he went to a gym with his program, he was doing um, vocational learning, he was volunteering at a, um, the OC Animal Care Pet Shelter, um, you know, there isn't a day either during the week or the weekend that he was not out and about every single week, like he was going to the movies. He's a big theater buff. So um, that was one of our biggest things was, you know, buying tickets to like every, you know, musical production that would come out. Same thing like Hope. So when this all started, we at first thought it was going to end. So, you know, I had been promising him for like a year, like he had a count, he's calendar guy to schedule, you know, and so we already had tickets to things, even though it was like, you know, almost a year in advance, or I'd be like, hey, you know, it's closed now, but it's going to probably open in a couple months. And and after a while, like you can't even like bank on that anymore because it just kept, you know, you just keep getting slapped in the face. Um, so that was really hard. Um, some things that were, I guess, a blessing. One, um, you know, like Hope said, kind of being together, like through this situation, um, I had um, the, you know, luxury that my um, job let me work from home. And that was good and bad <laughs> because, um, Dylan is now completely obsessed with me being with him. And if I even leave for like an hour, he starts calling me, you know, and, um, you know, it's cool, but I'm kind of like, aren't you sick of me yet? We've been in this house together since March, <laughs> you know? Um, so that's been a struggle. Um, and then he started distance learning. Um, that was good and bad, like for both my career and both for Dylan's learning. Um, now all of a sudden, like we all had to, you know, we had to become experts at, you know, Zoom and all these different programs and technology. But what was a real struggle is I'm trying to work full time for Special Olympics. And yet, you know, it's fine and dandy to be like, oh, you are going to distance learn. But, you know, I, I had to constantly monitor to see what was going on because I'd look over. And he just just either, like, I get a text from the teacher, like, he just took off, and he's, like, just goes and starts eating, or he, I look over, and he's passed out, you know, <laughs> and I'm trying to tell him, like, hey, man, I can't do this with my job, you know, I wouldn't last long trying to, like, you know, talk to him and convince him, but a couple of really good things was, um, Dylan was, like, the master, is the master of, like, learning and following through with wearing a mask he understands now about social distancing that we've literally put tape on the ground yeah. you know to stay away from people 
Um, he's really good about washing his hands. And this is a kid that like would never put, a, you know, a bandaid on, nothing on his head. You know, is he's like, you know, does not know typically like personal space, as you all know, like he's a lover, he wants big hugs, he wants touchy touchy. Um, so, you know, the fact that he can do that, like is really, really exciting. Um, the things that bum me out are for this year, well, there's so many, but um, one that was good and bad, but he had his 21st birthday and, you know, normally because it was such a milestone, like I probably would have had a huge party, like we had a big one and you're all there for his 18th birthday. And then, you know, even though he couldn't do things that, you know, well, I guess he could, but <laughs> I, was I didn't want him to. I was um, ready to toast him on his birthday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Might have been into a hard mic. I would have teach him blackjack. Yeah. <laughs> so we did do it small. It was just us, a casino theme. We did have the little, you know, slot machines, dice. Um, we got him scratchers and all that. And it was just, just on so many levels, just autism alone that, you know, what you think when you first have this kid, like, you know, dreaming what your kid's 21st birthday is going to be in general and, you know, and then add COVID on top of it. But, you know, we did have, you know, a lot of people sent stuff. It was really nice. And then my buddy here, um, Hope, um, surprised us and we got the doorbell and um, opened it and she was in the car already. I don't know how fast she can be, but um, they sent, and dropped a present off for Dylan and saying happy birthday. Dylan saying happy birthday to himself. You know, <laughs> <laughs> That's so, awesome. I mean, there, there is good and bad, you know, um, with that, but it's just been really weird. And then the other weird thing, which actually I think has been positive, um, is that my other son ended up back home all of a sudden. He was on spring break in Hawaii and he was going to University of Arizona and it just totally shut down. He couldn't even get, fly back to get his stuff. So he just flew back to LAX and like, he's, he's still here. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's just like all these unexpected things, but he's doing really well. And I, I think actually he's done better than ever like with everything in his life and so that was kind of a weird like blessing in disguise and so you know there's been good and bad but it's definitely been a roller coaster I think for all of us for you sure know, one of the things that has come up for me as as a clinician is families feel too overwhelmed to do therapy and so as a clinician, I worry because families are too overwhelmed, which I completely understand. Um, Zoom therapy is not effective for some kids. Um, but even in some situations, I know um, for the company that I'm at, we are sending um, a therapist into a home with very specific precautions, but families are overwhelmed. And as therapists, we're all feeling the stress about, because that's our job, that's our life's passion is to help children and family and, and worrying that f children and family are um, slipping back a little bit. Um, I hate to say the word regress, but worrying about that. And I was just curious, what do you guys, what comments do you have for me as a therapist and parents? Because you're both so well organized. 
Oh, you give me too much credit. Jen is way more organized than I am, that's for sure. Woo! Like, I am touch and go one day at a time most of the time. So I think in some ways that's benefited my son because I am not very organized or even, um, I mean, like, yeah, he's had to really learn how to kind of go with the flow by having such a, you know, crazy mom who can't keep anything together. <laughs> Which is so funny because we write huge programs about building in flexibility. <laughs> and I think that he's just learned how to be flexible because his mom is like way too flexible, <laughs> you know, but, um, but just, yeah, I, 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 you know, yeah, our sons are older and, you know, I'm not going to speak for Jen, but I know that, you know, we've been good friends for years and years and years. She's my sister from another mister. She's my autism sister. You know, I, I don't know what I would do without her um, through, through, you know, and even it's been hard through this pandemic because we can't see each other. You know, we don't, we can't get the, the boys together or even more importantly, we can't get together, you know, share a glass of wine and kind of just talk about our crazy lives and, you know, hug. None of that's happened. You know, we've had a couple of drive-bys, but very limited. So, you know, that support system has, has, you know, had a strain. Um, but also, um, you know, I find myself too, like, you know, too exhausted to, you know, I'm working, trying to take care of my household. I feel more tired. I don't know if you feel that way, Jen, but I, I feel more tired and I'm like, I shouldn't be more tired. I'm at home more. I'm not running around as much, but you know, there's sometimes when I do, you know, kind of allow Aries to, you know, have, I don't know, have some more downtime than I normally would. And, and then I feel guilty about it, yeah. you know? And then I think, oh my gosh, you know, is this detrimental to his, you know, success as an adult? Um, I need to be better. You know, I'm constantly telling myself that. But I think that the bottom line is we need to give ourselves, I know this is so cliche and we've heard this so much during the pandemic, give each other grace, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I hear it so much in, in my profession with our students because I'm a special education teacher. Um, and, you know, I think if, if we focus on the fact that we're all in this together and we're all struggling and we're all um, having a little bit, you know, I mean, I guess it's different degrees of struggle. Obviously, you know, we, my husband and I both work, we're not worried, if, you know, we have, we don't have those kind of concerns. I'm sure there's plenty of parents who have so, you know, I feel very blessed and grateful that my biggest biggest concern is making sure that my my adult autistic son is you know maintaining his mental health or at least you know not struck not struggling as much as he could you know yeah but i think that um we need to we you know and it's funny when you said you don't want to use the word aggression and i probably shouldn't either because honestly it's like we're all kind of in a holding pattern or a holding you know, and I know that's not, yeah, and I know it's not comforting for um, families to hear that when they have young children because, you know, early intervention is so vital and so important and so key. Um, you know, so I would just say, like, take care of yourselves. 
you know, um, reach out to your tribe and don't beat yourself up every day over it. Just every morning I try to get up and say, okay, today I'll do this or I'll be better at this. And sometimes I fail like, you know, miserably, you know, but I just think that we need to like be kind to each other and to ourselves. No, I, I totally agree. Um, and for a while, like when I realized this was going to drag out, I, I had a lot of emotions. I was getting, you know, I was angry. <laughs> I was like sad, and especially for Dylan, because I like one of the biggest things was, um, you know, he is just turned 21. His transition program ends on his 22nd birthday. So this whole time period, like every month that went by, I was like, oh my God, he's going to lose. He basically is losing an entire year of this transition program because of the pandemic, if not longer. And when I say that is because, you know, the biggest part of it is, yeah, I can do stuff at home and he can be on the computer. But the whole point of this was, you know, to transition him into adulthood to like learn self-help, community skills and job training. And it just all went to a halt, you know, for him. And, you know, it was frustrating. And I know it's nothing to do with like, you know, the schools or anything like that. But I mean, it's hard when like for Hope and I, when, you know, I think, you know, we're, I know there's more moms like us that work as full time as hard as we work, but it's very stressful because, you know, we're depending on us having a career, you know, and um, doing that. But also, you know, there's times where the schools are like, oh, well, he has a minimum day and <laughs> a, a late start on the same day. And they're like, here, Dylan, here's all the stuff to do for the rest of the day. And so <laughs> I was like, okay, so Dylan's either expected to do this on his own or depend on like me or a caregiver to implement this when I'm also trying to work full time. And I'm not trying to be a bitch, you know, but it's like, <laughs> I have to work, you know, like I don't, I'm already trying as hard as I can to like get everything to happen. But, you know, that's a struggle, you know? And then now I already have to obsess about <laughs> he's gonna you know finish this program and now which I will be enlisting in both of your help but I just had you know my regional center me I just had meetings about adult programs and the thing that really sucked was it was like I am on this on these meetings going okay I got a year let's like plan this out you know you know me I do my research I want to find out what's the best program for them. and they're like oh well actually all the programs are closed right now so what they'll probably do is like give you, um, they'll probably either do, and I know Aries is doing this because I went and saw him on his birthday, but you know, they'll either do distance learning or they'll send you a packet to work on at home. And I'm just like, ah, like speaking, oh my God, this is what's like, what's ahead? Like, like, how is that going to work? And like, how do they expect parents just to, in general, just like, I feel like, because I've made this work, like everybody's just like, Jen's got it. You know what I mean? Like she'll take care of it. And it's like, well, I got a lot of other stuff on my plate. And so it's, it's, I'm the same way I hope it's like, I, I get to the point and it's such where you feel like, 
I wake up and I'm just like, I just got to make it through the day. <laughs> you know? I hear you. I hear you, sis. Right? Seriously. I know. When, and, you know, I will say that I went back to work in person, to mm-hmm. teaching in person. My district's open. And Aries is at home. And actually, um, the state has implemented that the day programs have more. Um, I mean, so we're talking like he does four hours of Zoom every day now. Um, and he has, you know, four different cl- out 45 minute long classes with a few breaks in between. But that's all on Austin. You know, yeah. um, he's working at home. Mm-hmm. And that's caused some, you know, I mean, that wasn't like, hey, babe guess what? You get to, yeah. you know, you get to do Zoom for four hours and work your job. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm the lucky one. I get to leave yeah. and like hide out in my classroom, Yeah, you know, but um, so I know what you're saying. And then, you know, there's just times, you know, I will say I get a lot of funny videos midway through the day. Of, like Aries doing these crazy like exercise moves in the garage mm-hmm. and the dogs and Austin's trying to work and it's loud. And it's like, oh, this nice quiet classroom's not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I totally, you know, what's gonna happen? You know, when is this gonna end? Sort of thing. Like, how much longer are kids gonna have to? Kids and families and parents going to have to, you know, adjust and constantly like figure things out. I guess you know, resiliency is one thing that we can say. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I think we're all already resilient, Jen. You and I, come on, let's be real. You know what we've been, we've been through. through. Yeah, <laughs> and to the ringer. we can take anything. Yeah, we can my, we got this. At least my Christmas tree still standing this year. So <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like Jen and I like, went through our divorces together. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I was there with Jen. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking of you know, almost feel a little guilty. And I really feel for our younger families, because I will say that, you know, Hope told me for years, Aries is um, seven years older than Dylan. And she was always like, hey, and I watched Aries grow and they're very similar in many ways, but she always said, it's going to get easier. You know, she's helped me through a lot. So you, Kelly, um, and she was right. And I do feel for, I do feel like we are actually fortunate that our kids are adults and that they have grown so much and we've gone through kind of, you know, many stages where it is super rough when they're younger. Um, So I really do think about like our younger families and I mean, there's so many different stages, you know, I, I just remember Dylan, I mean, from like, like six to eight years old like I I didn't think I was gonna make it you know it was just so rough and then I just think of like families that are trying to still maintain like you're saying Kelly like trying to do all they can and like during this time like it just has to be so rough but again I just you know I guess just to say because Hope and I are still um, standing and most of the time smiling, <laughs> um, that, you know, you will get through it. Um, you know, but like Hope said, don't beat yourself up. Like, cause I mean, it's so hard just to, you know, live with autism every day. Um, but on top of a pandemic, you know, it's, it's not, it's not easy, but we'll get through it. But again, just count on your tribe, you know, for sure. Yeah. 
one thing that it just occurred to me while you guys are both talking is what you, one of the things I think you've both been so successful in is reframing this pandemic. Mm -hmm. You've reframed it. And I think um, if all families can do that and behavior therapists can reframe the goals we're working on with children, because, you know, the goals have shifted. Kids are home now. So now the goals are family dynamics, home safety, home health, interactions with others. And it's things that, you know, as behavior therapists, maybe we often took for granted, but now we need to sort of really focus on that for families to help other families reframe it as successfully as the three of you have. Okay. My last question, 2021, um, any, uh, new year's resolution or hope for the year? Jen, you want to go first? (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, I've actually, I've set a kind of a goal for myself. Um, I've been spending a little more time with my son, Ethan, um, when Dylan, which is rare when Dylan's not home, but, um, we, we spent actually a day together, um, the other day and we, you know, got takeout and we watched a movie that, you know, we've never probably watched with Dylan. And, you know, we had a really good, you know, adult conversation. And, um, you know, I think for many years, he kind of got the shaft, you know, I did the best I could, you know, with my situation. And, you know, he's had a really good life. He even joked and said that, you know, as crazy as, you know, our family is like, it's no wonder I haven't turned out more strange. And it, like at first I laughed and then I'm like, wait, I hope he's not talking about me, you know, but um, I think, you know, through this situation, like, you know, you really can look at just your family and your relationships. And I just really want to try to um, strengthen, um, you know, the close relationships that I have. So, and hopefully, you know, things, I don't think, you know, everybody keeps saying when things go back to normal, I don't think they're going to go back to normal. I mean, it's going to be a new normal and we just, we're going to have to learn how to adjust and get by and um, still find ways to do things that we, that we care about and love and that gets our blood pumping. Awesome. Totally agree with Jen and Jen's boys are amazing. Ethan is a wonderful young man. Love him. You've done such a great job with both your kids. Um, I I want this to be a, a year of health for our family. Um, we kind of became a bit of slugs during the, the, the first go. You know, there was a lot of um, sitting around and watching TV and, you know, maybe eating more than we should. And, and this goes like with all of us, like even the toddler, like, he's getting a little chunky. You know, so me too. <laughs> so um, I really want to focus. And Aries, you know, that's a big struggle that I have um, with Aries. He um, he definitely uh, struggles with food. Um, it's an issue, and I'm sure a lot of parents can relate to that um, who have kids with autism, or I mean, kids in general. Like, you know, we. I don't know whether it was a mistake or not, but you know, when we were doing early ABA, I was like, ooh, you know, here's a gummy bear if you do this. And here's, 
So he very much associates, you know, food as a pleasure, as a reward. Um, we had to put him on a food schedule during this time. Um, we caught him sneaking stuff, you know, we had to hide things. So um, definitely want to focus on, you know, taking more, more frequent and longer walks, uh, finding some cool hiking places that we can go and socially distance, um, you know, and, and just not only will that give us the time, but I feel like that will help with the mental health, the time together will help with the mental health and hopefully will help us feel better and get out of the house, you know? So I think that for 2021, you know, we're still, I, I totally agree with Jen. This is just going to be a new normal for us. I don't think it's ever going to go completely back to the way it was. Maybe slowly, little by little, we'll have some more, um, you know, freedoms or, real life, you know, before the pandemic experiences. But right now I'm, I'm not planning for that. I'm kind of just planning for today and tomorrow and how can we be better as a family? And, you know, I'm tr really trying to, you know, really think positive as much as I can. And I liked what you said, Kelly, you know, reframing, because when you think about it, when it comes down to it, our kids spend more time. But when they become adults, they spend more time at home and with their families and they need to be able to, you know, be appropriate and be a part of the family in some capacity. And so I, I think it's great to focus on that right now, focus on those goals, because those are really the ones that matter lifelong. I love that. I love that. Um, that was perfect. I think that's really our message is focus on what matters right now. Um, home, health, safety. Um, for me, this actually was a year of a lot of heartache. <laughs> I thought the year I went through my divorce was going to be one of the most heartache years of my life, but this one was a lot of heartache. Um, you know, a pandemic started, I turned a company around in telehealth and then we split ways. Um, in a not great way. Um, I recently lost my father-in-law. Um, I haven't been able to see my families on the East Coast and it's just been hard, like all of you. And I, you know, in, in the three of us, particularly also all the social injustices in the world right now, the three of us take very personally as well. And that Absolutely. hit, that hit yes. yep, that hit us all really hard. And so I know for my goal for this year is also to get rid of my COVID-19 pounds and <laughs> focus myself on my getting back out to my relationships and trying to see people and do the best that we can. And as a behavior therapist, I'm really hoping to get these messages out to families. Like you two offer a lot to new families and I want to keep this going and therapists need to hear from you and they need to hear from me about how to reframe these things right now. So I want to toast you both. Thank you so much. See you later, 2020. F you. Peace out. <laughs> yeah, peace. For sure. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Yeah. Peace out is a great way. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks, ladies.